fists of fail. I guess I should have realized that this was eventually going to turn into a Thai film when I realized that the original name of the movie was Farang, which uh, is the uh, Thai equivalent of Guaylo or <laughs> just Farner. In, sure, or, sure. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. or Gaijin or whatever. Um, so I did not know it was going to be a Thai film. I was expecting a full-fledged French film. And that's... As was I. Yeah, but it wasn't that. It doesn't really matter. We, we, what we have here is uh, Farang. <laughs> um, a or Mayhem! Mar- exclamation point! Yes. Exclamation mark. English-speaking people. Yes, yes. Uh, English-speaking is also part of the movie as well. Because it's, it's a trilingual movie. All the different languages. Doesn't ultimately affect the overall story. But it's... Uh, it's a lot more worldly than I thought it'd be. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be like taking place in France, especially with the way the movie opens. Do you think it's going to be one kind of movie? And it kind of becomes something completely different, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the movie opens up with our main character, Sam, played by Nassim Lies. Lies? Sorry, Lies. I don't know how yeah, to pronounce that. So. Mm-hmm. But he is an incarcerated individual. He's dealing with his time in prison or jail for some reason, probably gang-related. And you are led to believe there's a possibility that he can get out and have a new life for himself, getting new work and and so on and so forth. And unfortunately, his past life and anything gang-related sneaks back up on him. And the movie then magically transports to <laughs> the land of Thailand. So mm-hmm. this isn't really a spoiler because it happens very, very so soon early. in the movie. But yes, that took me by surprise because I too was really expecting this to take place in somewhere in France. And mm-hmm. because we, at least I don't really see too many martial arts films take place in that environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, was, that would have been interesting. You. But hey, Thailand, sure, why not? Haven't been there in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, well, I wonder why they, they they decided to film there. Not just because it's it's much cheaper for film production companies to <laughs> to film over in Thailand, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, a completely different kind of environment. And after I noticed that we moved over to Thailand, I my expectations I wouldn't say skyrocketed, but definitely elevated because oh thailand we're gonna see some muay thai we're gonna see some uh, bigger stunts we're gonna see better action well, maybe not better but we're gonna see like more elevated action because you know if you've seen any things that most of the things that come out of thailand uh it can be you know they can be pretty uh spectacular so i was like okay now the movie has my attention um and the things that you didn't mention are you know the, the overall story is essentially it's like uh almost like a uh it's almost like a revenge story essentially and it's really just following our main character as he's trying to accomplish uh uh i don't know know how to really describe it without spoiling it but yeah like he's trying to um i mean you uh, could say it's in the trailer yeah Yeah, let's say protect his family is all i'm gonna say um well it's a murder revenge story because it's very obvious it's in it's in all the promotions and advertising yeah, so yeah that's true somebody in his family gets killed and what happens when you kill 
the loved one of somebody who has martial arts ability, well, they're going to go after you with all sorts of punches, kicks, yeah. and and in this movie, lots of stabbing and slashing. <laughs> yes, yes. So you and I watched this in theaters. Uh, this is, I think it's just came out here, but apparently it came out last year in, for some, in France, I guess. So, um, uh, I guess if I, we were able to get access to this, would we have turned this into a full fledged episode? I will give my opinion on this. I'd say probably not. Okay. <laughs> I think there's not enough going on. In fact, I, well, I think the, the basis of it, why would not want to make this a full episode would be because it's uh it's not much to talk about and that's actually how i feel like well i I wouldn't be very ecstatic about it because the movie's very slow yeah very slow and there's not enough action to warrant excitement over this film i'll i'll say in my opinion i think there's enough action but i think there's not enough action spaced out in these slower moments because it's fine having slower moments in the movie. I don't mind them trying to build character and build ambiance and sort of a vibe that they're going for. But at what point in this murder of revenge plot where you have our character who is hellbent on getting said revenge, at what point do we just have an understanding that, understanding that yes, we know what his goals are, like, can we see some action? Can we see him yeah. enact on that checklist of, oh, this person is related to harming the person I love. Well, let me now hurt them. Then let me go up the ladder of ultimately who's like the final boss, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so when we were watching this, you immediately know like, okay, he's got to find out who is responsible. Well, he, he actually knows who's responsible. So it turns into him seeking out information. And that's where you can feel the movie kind of drag. It becomes like a fetch quest. Okay, I need to know. (laughs) I need to find out this person. Okay, let's go to this location. And instead of the person being there, he actually gets more information to go to another location (laughs) and then rinse and repeat. So I I think the problem is there probably needed to be an action scene at every location stop or something really more interesting. Like he's, you know, he, he gets thrown in the water after they burn down his house. Okay, sure. We, we slow things down. Understandably, he get, to, we get to understand his feelings. We get to understand the characters who are going to go along with him on this journey. And then he goes to, he goes to a bar in what's the main city in Thailand. Bangkok. He Bangkok. goes to the bar in Bangkok, and literally, he's like, "Can you can you tell me about this person?" And then they tell him about the person, and then he leaves, and it's like, "Oh, oh, this is where the movie is going." <laughs> it's it's just, and repeat. It's just balancing to the next location to the next yeah. location. Like it needed, you know, when whenever you have these major pit stops, I I personally feel like you kind of have to make it really worth. You need to make that stop worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's. I'd say that. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of the, following our character as he's going through like pit stop to pit stop. But in each individual pit stop, there's the, I, there's one thing. It's one thing if you're gonna linger on, like let the scene breathe, right? Like you know, a, a scene might be slow. You might 
literally be uh, in real time watching these characters move from point A to point B. No edits in between and all that. But I I feel like that especially works best if there's something that unique about a scene. Like, you know, maybe there's something visual uh, that's happening or maybe there's something uh, was just expertly written. You know, it's it's intentional. Here it feels like... Man, I really feel like we can shave 20 minutes out of this movie. Maybe 10. That would be a little more generous. We can shave 10 minutes out of the movie just to get rid of all those nagging moments of like, oh my God, we're watching this bartender walk around the counter to the other side to grab a photo to hand off to the main character. Like, And again, it's the, the writing's not... Per- Ain't, it's nothing special so like there's a lot of moments throughout the whole movie where it's like it just drags and i just wanted to, it to be a little bit more snappy it's an it action could, movie it could have been a little snappier once we understand the motivation which is mm-hmm. revenge right yes. once yeah. once he gets once his family gets murdered and he survives the ordeal you need to torpedo this story now into yes. Okay, we know we know what the goal is. Kill. Kill the people who <laughs> offended you. And yeah. it's still taking its time. Like I, I I understand you wanting to take your time with him reveling in the idea that his people he loved were hurt, but we got so much time spent with them together. You build it up, you you sure. build these connections so you kinda care when they when they get hurt. But then, I don't know, like, I don't care about the aftermath stuff. The aftermath stuff should be revenge, it should be action, and it could be snappier. I think you're being a little nitpicky with that one scene when we're just watching him walk around. But yeah, at the same time, it, it takes forever. Yeah, well, moments. that's just one example. There's there's plenty more. My, my that was probably the most egregious example uh, mm-hmm. that's really stuck out in my head. But there's a lot of moments where, say for example, another one where he's at the he goes into a, a club. It's very uncomfortable. I won't give out, give away what happens in it. It's very uncomfortable, but you expect there to be a massive action scene that erupts from it, and nothing really happens. It's like like you said, like it's just him being fed more information. For so, him to move on to the next I think, scene. I, th- I think we can kind of talk about that scene. It's it's necessary because he has a goal, right? He's mm-hmm. looking for he's looking for his daughter. He wants revenge. He's looking for his daughter, and you understand what's at stake because he goes to a bar, and, and unfortunately, because we're in Southeast Asia, we're in Thailand, you realize that child prostitution is a thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when he sees what he's dealing with you understand a possible outcome for his daughter. So I think that scene, while it's uncomfortable, I think that raises the stakes. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. But, I, it, but like you said, we needed a big action moment there to kind of yeah. help bring things up a bit. And a guy gets smashed in the head with a cue ball. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice exclamation point, but there's no, there's nothing to, to build yeah. into that. Uh, the you know it's uh, the moments like that it's like they built this tension and they don't alleviate that tension and that's how i felt uh, in scenes like that or you know the, the other times there just be longer periods of lulls and it just keeps on asking the audience like okay just wait just be patient something's uh something it's gonna amount to something and then it just it doesn't get there until <laughs> very late into the into the movie and not not to say there's no action movie there is it, it's 
Uh, I'd say that uh, was Nassim Lias, who apparently is a former kickboxer, MMA fighter on some circuit. I don't know. Um, I don't know anything about him. Apparently, he's only done French stuff. He he does a phenomenal job uh, with the action. Um, okay, maybe not phenomenal, but he does a decent job with the action. I think the uh, action direction movie is good. It's not spectacular, but it's good. Um, for my recollection. So this is directed by Xavier Gens and action directed by Jude Poyer. They have worked on Gangs of London. That is Gareth Evans' TV show. And I think if you like Gareth Evans' action style that he made famous for with The Raid and The Raid 2, they do a good job at translating, translating what he did in that with those movies and then probably what he wanted with gangs of London. And that's what you're getting here. It feels like the raid action where you have the brutal hits topped off with some sort of bloody exclamation point at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I keep, okay. I'm, we're obviously gonna hear a lot of parallels between this movie and the raid. Um, but I, it definitely doesn't reach those high marks as much as the raid did, um, and it's it's not like it has to be exactly like the raid, but uh, you know, like I felt like the uh, the action was okay at times. It felt a little bit too shaky at certain moments, for my recollection again, um, and it just wasn't entirely to my liking. But I'd say that that was for the most part until we get to the end by the end of the movie everything becomes highly elevated for sure like the, the action gets really intense towards the end and i was expecting it to just ride that high and then all of a sudden the movie's over <laughs> i was not expecting it to have just ended like that sure um, sure um i liked the final Fight. We have a final fight sure. in an elevator between yeah, our main yeah. character and I think it's like three other individuals. I think the direction there is great. It's bloody. It's fun. It's very inventive. I like that it's funny, despite mm -hmm. the fact that it's gory. I I like that Jude Poirier over the top. figured a way to make it over the top and feel painful and almost cringy because of what he's doing with the gore. But you laugh at it as well. So it, it's, it's similar to the Mortal Kombat fatalities where if that's so realistic, you're going to pull back because that's sure. very gruesome. But they go a little bit over the top to where it becomes entertaining and funny. And what they did with it, I don't want to spoil it because I think I think it is pretty unique what they did in the last fight. I think it's mm -hmm. fun. And I, and I like that last fight a lot. But then prior to that, we have what almost every martial arts movie demands now is a hallway fight <laughs> and yeah. nothing no, new nothing, there yeah. really yeah. unfortunately i think ever since gareth Ev edwards and then he and eco's team from the raid ever since they started doing the arcing camera motions to follow hits I feel a lot of people in the industry copy that, and that's still apparent here. Hey, let's have the camera flip when the character flips. Hey, let's mm -hmm. have the camera arc and follow the movement of a fist or a leg or you know, a, a swipe. And I'm not, I'm not like the biggest fan of that. I think 
Gareth, I think Gareth Edwards did it best, mm-hmm. and I think camera operators now they they do it too quickly. They mm-hmm. they don't capture sure. the motion so that you can see it. You understand it because well the screen is flipping and then the man is flipping. You get the idea, but it's not <laughs> it's not as visually nice as I would like it. Sure. So there's a it's like a perfection. There's a level of perfection that hasn't quite there yet, right? Um, yeah, yeah I, I get that. I will say that as much as I didn't think too much of the hallway fight, there wasn't anything spectacular there that stood out for me. I think the well, I mean, with the exception of the cinematography, maybe I like some of the edits in terms of like showing different angles of the action, because as much as I love like, the idea of hallway fights um, in concept and in terms of like execution and, and everything uh you know like at this point in time we have so many hallway fights <laughs> you know like there's That's too true. many to name it's uh you know like i mean you're always gonna go back to old boy you know like it's like an example right like that what made that unique one well, like, well it's a winner um and it's like and it's shot in this particular like profile view right so here it's like here's another it's another hallway fight um, wondering what the, what really makes it stand out. It's like okay, well, at least they try different camera angles, and it's not a narrow hallway, so uh, there's enough room for the camera operator to kind of weave his way through and figure out like the best way to sh- shoot um, the action. But uh, but overall, like I don't think the action itself, the choreography was anything spectacular. Yeah. In fact, um. In fact, like yeah, like I, I feel like it really doesn't really get hit those high notes until we get to that elevator fight, which is really far, really late into the movie, and then suddenly the movie's wrapping up. <laughs> I don't mind the movie wrapping up at the very end. He achieved his goal. Yeah. What else are you gonna do? Well, actually, there is kind of some prologue stuff. He does meet with the person he wants to get with revenge on. They have obviously they have some sort of conversation and there's an outcome from that and then you get yep. an aftermath from that so it doesn't hard cut it's not like oh, another no. movie we saw recently <laughs> that does that. i wonder what you're referring to zero yeah. um that episode will come out soon too <laughs> uh i wonder what the buzz is on that movie but no um i, I don't it's not that i wanted more movie thank I'm really not saying that. I don't want more movie after that scene. I was expecting the action to I thought there would be more past that. Exactly, I, I that's what I, I yeah, meant. Yeah, yeah, after the final elevator fight, I really thought maybe there would be one more boss, like a big boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's it. Which is a shame because the elevator fight does really it really elevated things finally with the action. Mm-hmm. I felt excited. And then unfortunately, that's it. It just ends, yeah. And I, you know what? You, you mentioned the gore, and that's all the parallels that we're going to get for, you know, compared to the raid. Um, I felt like the gore overall was pretty leveled off, pretty tame. And then towards the end, and that's, and that's when we get to the elevator fight, like suddenly we get like gore, like mm-hmm. akin to the raid, or raid two, whatever. And it's like, wait, where did this come from? Like, because I felt yeah, like the okay. rest of the movie was kind of. I mean, not not. It's not really a complaint. It's just it, it, like that's why I thought like, oh, we're finally seeing it for, like in full blast. I'm expecting more now. Yeah. And then yeah. there's no more action. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's the end of the movie. I guess that's their way of trying to end the movie on a high note. 
but it's like oh but i want to see more of this true true i'll say so speak i mean we, we were speaking about it before but hallway fights the movie has two hallway fights actually there's a hallway fight even before this when he goes to the mansion and he's still again oh, getting right. information that's actually yeah. i actually prefer that hallway fight to the one closer to the end there's a great moment what's what's the term Chekhov's gun there's a great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chekhov's up, yeah. cabinet <laughs> moment <laughs> you get a, a, a beautiful setup with a cabinet and you're like oh this is an interesting shot why are we shooting the cabinet from this <laughs> angle oh stuntman boom perfect <laughs> that's how you do it i mean yep. foreshadowing is a thing that they yes. did properly in this fight scene so sure sure that's all i yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd say that in terms of the main character, you know, pretty standard action hero, uh, you know, just seeking revenge. He's all about family. Vin Diesel will be proud. But uh, I think I didn't mention uh, the, the believability of his, abil- his ability um, was kind of inconsistent for me. In the beginning, he was struggling just to take on one dude and suddenly he's like, uh, a killing machine. I told you uh, this. He gets jumped in the beginning of the movie. He can't nope, take that guy nope, out. Yes, he does. Nope. No, no, no. He does get jumped. No, I, I believe you. But then he, you know, he gets severely injured later in the movie, and he triumphs over everybody, like multiple folks. And then here, I just did not believe that. But that's that's actually a lot more on the nitpicky side. Um, I'd say the action overall is still fine it's fine um Ooh, it's I, fine i, I want to call out a really awesome stunt though in the beginning we don't have clips unfortunately but there's mm. I, don't, I don't remember he kicks that guy off the oh yeah i guess they're pretty high up at this construction site and the camera just kind of fo- doesn't follow him but it peeks over and you just see him fall to the ground mm-hmm. probably it's, on wires most likely on oh, wires, oh, but it looks, on wires. <laughs> looks beautiful because it doesn't look like he's on wires yeah that's why yeah, that's why it's so nicely done the, the the speed that he's moving at i mean it, if it was actually in slow-mo uh Ooh, if you maybe recall. that's how they hit it yeah. it wasn't yes but i mean like still the, even with slow-mo things can look like people are floating and yeah. they were able to accomplish it make the actor performer move at a certain speed where it didn't look like that so that's good it's good um and after that it takes a while for the action to build up but it's all set up and then um when the action finally kicks in fine <laughs> yeah but I, i'd say i would still say overall this was a i recommend i'd recommend it. it it's it's slow it's it's slow but uh you know like if you look, can look past it i think you'd still enjoy the film it's not a high recommend it's i think it's definitely watchable mm-hmm. but yeah i, I, I actually yeah. wish they gave the actor nasim i wish they gave him more lines he doesn't really mm. say too much and yeah i get it you have the brooding depressed angry inner turmoil revenge character yes we've seen it done before and a lot of that a lot of that can hinge on a performance because when you see other revenge people they just they don't talk they grunt and that's it (laughs) that that's how you know they're in revenge mode i feel that this guy was good at emoting with his eyes and with his face like you can see disgust when he went to that bar, you, you can tell he was very distraught after everything that happened. Yep. I think if they gave him a little more lines, I could have attached onto him maybe a little more. 
because mm-hmm. I liked everything that happened in the beginning of the movie with him dealing with his incarceration. I thought that was handled really nicely, and I almost wish the movie stayed with that because that was much more interesting. Him having to deal with the fact that this former gang is still pestering him. He doesn't want to get involved because he wants to get his life back. That stuff was so much more meatier to me, actually. Sure. But unfortunately, this is just what it is. Once we go to Thailand, it does slow down. And yeah, yeah, I don't know for me if this would be a recommend. It was nice to watch. Mm. Okay. Uh, I, think okay, a lot, okay. I think a lot of people like this. But um, ultimately, for me, it was it was just okay. Yeah, yeah. I still, I think that we're just maybe a point or two off, uh, but like we're all, we're basically coming to the same conclusion, which is like, it's just okay. Um, I'd recommend it just because it's, it's, I, I mean, I, I still commend people for making martial arts movies in this day, day and age. Um, and this is, it's not great, but it, it's a, it's a valiant effort. It's, you know, I, I kind of want it to be better, <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it's passable, so that's that's why I'm saying like it's like a mediocre recommend recommendation for me. You know what? It's kind of good this came out in the beginning of the year because mm-hmm. I want to kind of get 2023 out of my head. I mean, this yeah. technically came out in 2023, but it's a this is a good start for 2024. Now, a good start for martial arts in the new year. Not bad, but I'm ex- hopefully expecting more things to come out that will probably i'm not expecting uh more things will probably come out that will probably make me forget about this but we'll see maybe we're gonna have a shitty new year maybe this (laughs) is gonna end up on our best of list because just absolutely garbage just comes out and we have nothing we have nothing to talk about be like hey guys remember mayhem that was like the only movie we liked (laughs) This podcast is going to shit. (laughs) 